I won't let my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis symptoms define me. Emerge as you. In two clinical studies, Trimphia guselkumab, taken by injection, provided 90% clear skin at 16 weeks in 7 out of 10 adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. In a study, nearly 7 out of 10 patients with 90% clear skin at 16 weeks were still clear at 5 years. At one year and thereafter, patients and healthcare providers knew that Tremphia was being used. This may have increased results. Results may vary. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information at Tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. It's been a long journey, fellas. I've told you so far, and it's far from over. Uh, we're we're kind of at the back, but we're slowly, just slowly making ground. We're making progress as a football team, and I'm proud of you. Right? I'm proud of you. That's a hell of a win. But I just love the fight in this group. Um, they don't blink, man. They cut their eyelids off, man. They... They, they go at it. And, and it is, like I told them, it's not a compliment. It's required. I'm just acknowledging it. We're never happy. You know, we, we work hard. We want it. We want to see our guys play well. I'm happy we won. I am. Um, I think I was a little happier before I came in here. <laughs> I got one more, right? In his first start. The montage of the victors, hail to the victors from the Sunday that was. I think I heard Mike Tomlin say they cut their eyelids they, off, they which I blame. know is a figure of speech. <laughs> but my God, that's graphic. Enjoy your eggs and your bacon and your We've ketchup on your potatoes We've heard worse here. You- Cut your eyelids off completely. It doesn't gross me out as some of the other things we've said before. But I don't know. The it, idea of cutting your eyelids off sounds pretty freaking gross. Well, it, it is gross, but I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It's actually so unimaginable, you can't really imagine it. I think that's it. That, that, that's things. what makes it unimaginable. <laughs> yeah. You can't really imagine it. You just define the word. But you're right. Over the past couple of weeks, we've talked about kidney stones. We've oh. talked about projectile vomiting, right. explosive diarrhea right. at the oh, same time. Man, so good worse. morning. Yeah, Enjoy go your, back to cutting their eyelids off. Enjoy your saying. oatmeal and cut... <laughs> Don't, uh, don't cut your eyelids off. We will tolerate blinking over the course of the next two hours. It's PFT Live. He is a great speaker, though. On Peacock, Sirius XM85, Sky Sports NFL. 
And yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about the Steelers at some point today. I had he no texted me, yeah, in the he texted me. He said, "You must have got a bad batch." Yeah. He was like, "What the hell, Florio ditched us? How dare he do that?" I know, I made a mistake. Go out and play these soft Hollywood people, and that's when he backs us, backs away from us. But it was <laughs> another one of those games where the Steelers were clearly not the better team. <laughs> they were they outplayed. Were outplayed. They win the game. Outplayed. Yeah. And then it's like, oh no! Anytime it's within a score. In a game where the Steelers are not the better team, yeah, it's just a matter of time. It's pretty amazing. It really is. Yeah. And I think it's got to the point where, and I'm sorry, we're going completely out of order. We need to get to the Eagles-Dolphins game. We're just hitting on this a second. But, but just the idea that I think the opponents are starting to feel it and the Steelers feel it right. and it becomes sure. a thing yeah. where it takes over, yeah. where it's like, Oh shit! Right. The Rams know. Oh uh, no! Here it comes. And I mean, we're watching from three thousand miles away, and I feel it coming through the TV screen. Here it, here it is again. Steelers have no business being in this game. And this happened. This happened. This happened. This happened. This happened. And they're in a position to win it, and they do. Yeah, it's so. incredible. It is. It's a. It's a testament I to really, their head coach. I really the fact regret. that they're doing it like that with a what statistically a bottom ten defense and an offense that's also bottom ten. The offense is. I mean, statistically, there was a Actually, point yesterday right. where Puka Nakua had more receiving yards, and the Steelers had total offensive yards. I don't yeah. know if it held right. for the rest of the game, but there was a point where I saw someone tweet that. Puka Nakua has more receiving yards than the Steelers have total yards on offense. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. So, anyway, I, I all had, right. Well, let's get. I off. had no faith. We'll get off. We'll, we'll, that's your your favorite or your favorite team. We'll talk about your second favorite team yeah, later, the yeah. Minnesota Vikings yeah. tonight. We'll yeah. close out the show with that. Hopefully, a ninety all second right. preview or less. Because <laughs> the Forty ers did cut their eyelids off this week. Yeah, They're ready for you yeah, guys. And uh, we had, we had some good games yesterday, though. It was a good week. I mean, every week is interesting, fun. I think there was a few that were like total curveballs and shocked us. Right. I mean, the Ravens. Lions game was one of them. Last night's Sunday night football game was a, a good football game nonetheless. But I don't know. If, was there any other like shocking? I think the other shocking thing of the day, I know we'll hit it on at one point, is like I wouldn't have bet in a million effing years that Cleveland Indianapolis would have been the shootout in the high scoring game of the day. Right? Like, I who picked saw 13, that? Six. Well, I, I think a lot of people thought it was going to be, I think I picked 17 10 or 17 13. I mean, I think a lot of the world thought it was going to be that. That kind of football game, but you never know in the NFL, and it gets back to like what we always say: it's a matchup league, you know. And every coach and team has their own style that poses a whole new problems for the team they're playing that week. And uh, you can't just go, "Oh, they beat that team, so they should beat that team." It just doesn't work that way in the NFL, and I, I love that about it. By the way, while we were talking, Courtney came into the studio. I hope everything's okay. Uh, well, I you probably she, look ugly, so she had to fix the camera. Oh, that's she impossible. Was like, damn, this that, is the, broke. The non-Florio ugly. And now she's focused in. She's like, "Oh, he actually right. is that ugly." So there's nothing. Nothing we can do here. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're down in the big studio. We've been enjoying the big studio. Squeaky yeah. Wheel got us the grease back in week one. We were in the satellite studio, the right. place that they hide out of the way so the visitors never see it. We moved out into the, the main studio, and uh, we're still getting used to it. We're still getting used to the microphone. out the, some the, the and, and the, things like that. You, yeah. you just never know. And I make sure that one of the first orders of business is to turn the thermostat down as low as possible. Yeah, I want figured. to see our yeah. breath. Have you found the thermostat in here? No, I know where it is now. You do know? I found out today. Oh, that's Kristen stinks. hadn't told me, but James today, right. I, I specific, not that I hadn't asked her, right. she's hiding it from me. I would just say to her, I'm kind of warm. I don't know where the thermostat is, and she'd just take care of it. 
James today, I said, by the way, where is that thing? And he told me, so next week it's going down to 58. Well, I mean, first off, you do it and you act like it's going to matter right now during the show. And then you're going to leave it here all week like what you do in the other studio. That's what you used to piss me off, actually. Good. Yeah. That's why you, I did you it. You put it down at 61. But it's right there. Well, yeah. All you got to do is turn it up. Well, sometimes you come in in the morning and, you know, somebody's in there. You talk. You forget to turn it up. And all of a sudden I sit there and I go, damn, the show's about to start. I am freezing my ass off. And I look over there and go, oh, jerk the day before i forgot jacked it down and it's still down there you know for for a giant you're not very jolly (laughs) (laughs) all right uh speaking of green giants the eagles and you know i should really be giving you a hard time i needed last night's game so badly because we disagreed on three this week you were right on the two in the afternoon windows and i needed the eagles to come through Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> uh, and, and you know, 31-17, who would have thought the Eagles – it just shows you. 14 points seems like a lot. In football, it's not. It's two points. It's two scores. That's yeah, it. Yeah. And and you get a fluke late and a team's driving and, you know, it, it, it was closer than 31-17. Because it was 17-all. It was 17-3. Sure. Dolphins tied up. And the Eagles just kind of overpowered the Dolphins – but it was not an easy win. I see, and the, the, I understand that in the media we've got to react to what we see. And I never, I hate the whole derisive, it's overreaction Monday. Everyone's overreacting. No, we're just reacting. But it seems like an overreaction because it's the most recent thing we're reacting to. So this is what we're talking about. Yeah. But the idea that, that the Eagles have reestablished themselves as one of the great teams in football. They were already there, weren't they? Well, they were already there, but... I, I still don't think they're going to beat the 49ers all right, with, well, with this team. Yeah. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. We'll but see, right. I, all, all they did was check the box on a Dolphins team that's had a pretty easy schedule so far. That's right. When it's working, it works really well. Yeah. But we saw them step on a rake in Buffalo. Yeah. So th- this really didn't surprise me. I don't think it tells us. One game doesn't speak tremendous truths about any team unless it's single elimination. Yeah, I hear you. Now it's just part of the journey. Yeah. It's part of the journey. The Eagles keep going. They their schedule gets a lot more difficult than oh, it was. That was a point you've been on since yeah. May. Right. And the Dolphins keep going. Yeah. And their schedule has always been Yeah. difficult this year. So, yeah, it's it doesn't tell us a whole lot. It just tells us last night the Eagles won the game. They are 6 and 1 for the second straight season for the first time since the Jaworski days of 1980 and 1981 and I don't. I'd, I'd like to sit down with Jeffrey Lurie. He is one of the few owners that I think, even though they all read PFT, he is one of the few that if I actually wanted to get him on the phone, I think I could. Yeah. But, and would actually, he would actually, the oligarch would take his time Damn. to come down from the ivory tower right. and actually tolerate. Now I know me. where you got you got the Kelly Green liquor. They are, see, they you're like cozy it. enough to the owner, so, your buddy over but, here. But the, the <laughs> times we've the times you can just tell when you click with someone and when yeah, you don't. Sure, and the times sure. I've seen him and talked to him, unless right. he's just being really nice and he hates me, which is entirely possible, I, I think that I could at least get an audience with him. For five minutes right and i would say jeff jeff why don't you wear those all the time like it's there's no like i don't see anyone i don't see anyone it's not even a debate yeah it's like the whole some players prefer turf yeah. no yeah. none of them do yeah like there's no debate don't try to make a debate when there isn't a debate there's no debate between the current eagles home uniform and the kelly greens yeah. everyone wants the kelly greens and i guess the argument is well they want them because they rarely ever see them no they look better they are awesome oh. and it's not just they're awesome because yeah. it's the first time they wore them in 13 years yeah they ooze Awesome. They do. 
I don't know. I, it's like the Jeff, helmet's great. Jeff, the silver wing is Jeff, unreal. Call me Jeff. We can talk this through. I, I felt like when he bought the team, he needed to put his imprint on it because it was around that time. Yeah, sure. That they, you know, they put the paperwork through and they come out with the midnight green with the rollerball numbers. I, this, this. Is, it, I'm with you, man. They should stick with it. This uniform I, yeah. looks so good, it could get me to ditch the Vikings. That's how good it wow, looks. Wow, that's they a would, strong if they I would think you already that, ditched them anyways. Uh, but all right. Yeah, this year, yes. <laughs> if they would make this their full-time uniform, I would ditch the Vikings and the Steelers for the Eagles. Hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm there with you. I love those uniforms. I mean, of course, when I was growing up and my dad was playing against, you know, Reggie White and, and Re, you know, uh, Reggie Brown and, and uh, 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 Jerome Brown. Jerome Brown, excuse me, yeah. Uh, Clyde Simmons, right? That whole group, Andre Waters, that's the uniforms they wore. I mean, it, it literally was one of those where as a young kid, they'd come out of the tunnel and I was like, oh gosh, here come the Eagles. Oh no. I hope my dad makes it through the game today, right? <laughs> they know uh, when a Super Bowl uh, back with head defense. Well, they, you know, had some off Offensive struggles, uh, that was the biggest problem. But I think what, what changed it, too, was the fact that they never won anything, right? So that was a little bit like, oh, these are bad luck or whatever. But now they're one of the best franchises in, in the NFL, really, for the last, I mean, really, the, the whole century here, they've been pretty strong throughout. They've been relevant, let's just say that, let alone have two, three Super Bowl appearances we're talking about in this century. So I think they could go back to it. I'd like it. But, like, you said it right. Like, one – about the game, just a little. Like, the, the Dolphins haven't played anybody, right? I mean, I, I think the Bills, who they lost to, like you said, were the only team with a winning record, mm. okay? It was like 5-24 and 24 or something like it's that. It's something they like off that. The number. Mike Tarico mentioned the I'm number I'm mad at myself like, for, like, yeah, I picked Miami because, you know, no, the Eagles have been a little inconsistent. I guess I kind of wanted to see it to believe it a little bit that way. But, like... You know, you, you said on it, warm down, you know, pounded on them. The, the, the Eagles, size beats speed more times than not in the NFL. And the Eagles are the ultimate size team, let alone they got a splash of speed at the right positions that make them feel fast on the football field. And that's where they felt like they had the advantage all night. And so, you know, like you said, are the Eagles the best team in football? I don't know, but they're right there at the top with anybody. There's no team that can mismatch them in any category or area on the football team I think their coaching's coming together and uh yeah they they stuck it to the Dolphins at least their offense like it was never easy for the Dolphins offense all night I think that was the biggest thing and maybe the biggest surprise of the football game for me was just just how much work it was for the Dolphins to drive the field and one of the basic realities for the Eagles now they've been playing professional football for over 100 years now and it's always been four downs to make 10 yards for the Eagles it's three downs to make seven or eight yards because they're going to make the final two or three yards on fourth down. Pretty much. So the sticks are shorter for the Eagles than they are for everybody else. Yeah, I hear that. This, this push play, they've perfected yeah. it. It's unstoppable. The only thing that you could possibly do, and this is something that Dallas Goddard said after they beat the Vikings, you need a Troy Polamalu moment where the guy jumps over the top and times it just right. But even then, how yeah. – if you jump over, he's gone. Jalen Hurts is gone by the time you jump over. Like, it's all so packed together. It's going to take a special group. You're not going to intercept yeah. the quarterback and prevent him from moving forward. Right. It's all, they're all, like, squeezed in to a subway car 
or a phone booth. Remember that was a thing like back in the 50s? First of all, kids, there used to be a thing called a phone booth. <laughs> you never see a phone booth now. No, no. And they used to do this thing where they would see how many people they could get into a phone booth. That's what this is. You can't, there's nothing you can do. And they just torpedo through whatever is in front of them. It is an unstoppable force. So if you've taken the 10 yards and you've moved, moved it to 8 yards... Definitely, yeah. That a is weapon. a huge advantage. Yeah, it is. It Because, hey, all we got to do is get close. Yeah. I and that was... It, it began to feel inevitable last night. Like, yeah, DeAndre Swift gets tackled one yard short. Yeah, well, you know. it's first Here down. Here it comes. Here it comes. Right, first right, down. Right. Four for four last night. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I've been asked this. I feel like it's gone to another level here in the last two weeks about the Eagles. First off, it's going to take a special defense. And when I just think off the top of my head, there's only two defenses that I feel like have the size and the physicality to maybe match and stop it. One, the 49ers, like you said, right? They can put Javon Hargrave, Armstead, uh, one of their other big D tackles in there, you know, with Bosa and have a Dre Greenlaw and a Fred Warner who can jump the pile. The Baltimore Ravens would be the other team I look at. They're going to be able to maybe stop it, maybe have the potential, right? Again, two good linebackers, and they got a ton of 320-plus defensive tackles to where they can make it interesting. The other aspect of this and what it's so effective, and the Eagles are big. We know that. You've heard me wax poetically about their O-line. It's one of the best we've seen here in recent recent history. But then the the added icing on the cake is their three interior offensive linemen are actually centers. They're ex-centers. So you got Kelsey. You got Cam Jurgens, who's going to take over for Kelsey, playing one guard. Landon Dickerson's the other guard, who played center at Alabama. And the reason I say that, the where that's important, the center's usually the quickest, twitchiest guy on the offensive line, the guy that's the most explosive in a short area, can, get, can snap the ball, box somebody, and do all that, right? And they got three guys there of that caliber to where when they fire off the ball, they beat people to the punch. And then, of course, a strong quarterback and the rest of everything, you have the, the, the pushing in the back, all of it, they perfected it. And and it's really amazing because, you know, as we've seen over the last two or three weeks where teams have tried to adopt it, no, no not everybody can do it. it. It's truly the Eagles are the team that are unstoppable. Everybody else is kind of like, eh, 50, 50, 60, yeah, 40. That, that's right. It's not that everybody else fails, yeah. but there's no team that does it the way they do it yeah. where it's inevitable. Yes, right. And you have taken the sticks and shortened them yeah. by one or two yards. Right. In comparison to everybody else, here's Nick Sirianni, head coach of the Eagles, after last night's win, talking about the quarterback push play. Jason Kelsey starts it off. Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, is right there. You know, haven't been able to drive because you've seen it, right? You've seen it across the league that people can't do it like we can do it. They can't do it like we can do it, and uh, and so I'm making my plug right there. Like, don't don't ban this play. Like, if everyone could do it. Everybody would. Where's the camera? If everybody could do it, everybody would do it. I'd be careful being that brash yeah. about it because you're yeah. inviting owners to vote against yeah, it. Yeah, sure. And, and I was surprised last week. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about this. Jerry Jones came out and said he's in favor of it. No. Even though they failed yeah. on Monday night to right, do it, right. he likes the rugby scrum aspect of it. He said scrum in his Texas twang, even though it's a mall. Yeah. But he likes it. So you got Jeffrey Lurie, you got Jerry Jones, and you're going to have to have 24 total owners who vote against it to get rid of it. But I'd be careful about 
about being a little too in your face about it because you're inviting someone to do something because they'll do it under the guise of health and safety. And Jason Kelsey's health and safety is the one that's most at risk. He told Devin McCourty that the worst part about that play is I'm at the bottom of this pile and I got to peel all these guys off me. If you've ever been at the bottom of a pile of bodies, I remember being on the playground when I was a kid and they pile up. If you're on the bottom, you feel like you're going to die. You feel like your rib cage is going to be crushed (laughs) under the weight of all these bodies. And imagine... You know, it's uh, Mike Tirico said it last night. It's three thousand pounds on top of Jason Kelsey. Yeah, no, it, it's uh, it, it's crazy. It really is. It's it, it's a cool thing. I, the player safety thing's the only thing I I do worry about, right? Uh, but but if they deem it, you know, that okay, it's not many players are getting hurt, which I don't know if I do feel like I see that a whole lot. I think I'm probably in favor of, favor of keeping it too. I don't know. There's a part of me that just doesn't want to take it away from the best team in the football when they have this advantage. And I want to just go, I want to see the natural bylaws of the NFL and a team stop it. And then, you know, maybe we could talk about taking well, it away. But I, I, I don't know if that's the best approach. But either way, it talks about, again, the reason they win 31-17, the reason they're 6-1, and one, the reason one, they're one of the, 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 the highest Super Bowl candidates is they got bigger people and they're a big physical old school NFC East type of football team and those elements outside fall night and a team from Miami comes up yeah the advantage is to the team like the Eagles and the sticks are shorter for them than they are for everybody else and that's a hell of an advantage and I've warmed up to it because to me it's almost like and kids this is back in the day when we actually had you know TVs that we watched at the same time and you couldn't put on Netflix or Hulu or whatever (laughs) but when you would watch a TV show and there was a character that had a catchphrase, whether it was Arnold on different strokes, what you're talking about, Willis. Yeah. Like, every show had a catchphrase. This is like the NFL it's catchphrase. catchphrase. When yeah. you're watching the Eagles, this is the catchphrase. Right. You're waiting for the moment right. that Fonzie comes in and goes, hey. Like, like th- there's just something that's become familiar and likable, and here it is. Yes. And can anyone stop it? Right. And and now you've got guys blatantly lining up offside and they don't care. And you've got officials you don't realize that the other hand that's next to the football is actually, actually Jason, Jason Kelsey's, Kelsey's hand right, and not right. the guard. Like there's all these wrinkles and layers to it, which just make it a moment unlike anything else. And, you know, it was like when they, in 85, when they started bringing William, the refrigerator Perry right. in. Like, you start looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, right. You know, it's like this is something neat and something different, and you just know it's not going to last forever. Yep. It may only last as long as those three guys, those three centers yeah, are right. playing for the Eagles. Right. And so we just accept it and, and enjoy it, and it's just become part of the fabric of the game yeah it, it and i hated it at first yeah i hear you too i did too kind of a little bit i felt like it was like kind of cheating but then once you know i think the fact that i saw everybody else kind of try to copy it and adopt it and realize well wait it's these other teams can't do it i think it made me think differently to go no no, no this is special to the eagles right and, and i think added on top of what we talked about that we haven't seen injuries uh you know too too consistently there or anything that's endangering to the NFL and the players that way, uh, that's where I think I can get behind it. But, man, th- that's, that's Eagle football right now, and I, I do kind of love it. I do. The Eagles are tough. They want to beat you up physically. I don't know. I got the sense of that game, even though it was like – you know, I know it was close and it was 17-7. It just, or 17-all there in the third quarter. It, it still felt like 
the Eagles could kind of methodically drive down the field on the Dolphins every drive, really, right? I always felt like they could run for five. He'd throw a slant to A.J. Brown for six, another under route to A.J. Brown for another five, run for six, you know. Oh, here goes Dallas Goddard caught a ball, where it it felt like they could kind of do that all night. They put the Dolphins in positions where – they had to bend or change things because they had to worry about being out physical or outsized by the Philadelphia Eagles. And on the other side of the ball, it just felt like, I don't know, can the Dolphins and Tua consistently drive the ball on this football team? Because you, you got a pretty a good gist early on. You're going, <laughs> the big people on Philadelphia, you, the Dolphins aren't running tonight. That's, that's not going to happen. We're not going to see Raheem Mostert running up and down the football field. And you got a good feel, too, I think after about the first quarter that, hey, Tyree kills fast and he might make a few plays tonight, but he ain't going to be like, this ain't going to be 215, 220 yards. It just seemed more work for the Dolphins, that they had a had to hit a big play or something like that was going to have to happen and I never felt like they could consistently methodically drive the ball up and down the field on that Eagles defense well and that's what they were going to need to do to match the scoring and that inevitability of the Eagles when they need it like they can just slip into this mode that's right where it it's not greatest show on turf no it's not fast break it's just we're going to get a first down. Here we down. come. We're going to run up the middle. We've got eight yards yeah. to go. Right. Eight or nine yards to go. Yeah. You know that. We yeah. know that. We're just going to work it. We're going to run work up the it. middle. Work Here's it. a screen. Jalen makes a scramble. Oh, oh, now it's, you know, another throw. It's another run up the middle. You're right. And they can just kind of wear you down that way. Think of how demoralizing that is, though, yeah. for a defense when you know that it. And I, you're still yeah. going to try. Right. But, but at some death. level of your brain, you're thinking. If they get within two yards of the damn, we, we, we first down and yeah. start over again, and we got to go do this damn play that physically is painful, well, right. where we're all pressed in the phone booth together, and, and they on love the it. Field, and now the time of possession, and it all starts to pile up, and that's where they kind of wear teams down in the fourth quarter. We saw that all last year. They killed time of possession again last night. It was twenty-six first downs to twelve first downs. They outgained the greatest show on turf, and I don't even think the Eagles played great offensive football, of course. So uh, that's going to be the interesting thing. We know the Eagles are real. I mean, again, I'm in the class of would be pretty shocked if they were not in the NFC Championship game. I'll go that far. You know, I know it's football and things can happen. The Dolphins, on the other hand, are a a question to a degree. Because what we see again here with the Dolphins, and I think the thing that they're going to have to answer is, wait, is your game and this game – and we know they're a good football team, and I know they're not totally healthy and at 100%, but is their game and the way they play, is, this, is it going to work, you know, if they have to go play in Kansas City when it's five degrees late in January? And I, I don't, you know, I don't know. I still think those are questions. Guys are not going to be as fast. The field slows down in those football games. Of course, you're playing better defenses. You know, it is 15 or 20 degrees, so guys don't move as fast. The game changes that way. The ball doesn't move through the air, you know, the same way. And Tua already doesn't have the strongest arm, you know, as we know. So I think those are some of the things that, you know, the Dolphins are going to have to figure out or or the things we're going to look for in them as we kind of come down the second half of the season. There are games that stand out on the schedule the moment they remove the sheet from it in May, and there are games that become more consequential as the season unfolds. We know that the Chiefs and the Dolphins will play in Germany in 13 days yeah that's one of the biggest games of the regular season Definitely. and we'll learn a lot about the Dolphins then as they go against an elite team because their schedule isn't rife with elite teams right. however however yeah week 17 yeah 
December 31. Right. Dolphins at Ravens. Yeah. We'll learn a little something more about the Dolphins 100%. and their ability to take that show on the road right. in wintertime. Yep. And this, for them, it'll be great. It's perfect. It's a little preview, yeah. good, bad, or otherwise, right. of what's coming when they get to the postseason. And I think the one thing they need to take away from this is they pick up their second loss, and you look at the Chiefs who have one loss, yep. the Ravens who have two, the Jaguars who have two. You really want, if you can pull it off, uh, I think to it's, force yeah. – I mean, you know, home field advantage this year really hasn't mattered. But you get to the postseason, Miami versus Baltimore, Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Cleveland even possibly based on the way the Browns are putting it together. You don't want to go north of Florida. At most, Jacksonville. We'll go to Jacksonville. Beyond Florida, you don't want to go there if you're the Dolphins. And if you can make everybody come to you, that's going to be – a much easier path to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I think that's very fair. They, they definitely, to me, jump out as a team that I think maybe would benefit from home field advantage as much or more than any other you know team that's in the playoff race right now in football. You know, yeah, warm weather. It's all of that's conducive to a high flying offense. They cut the short, the grass short there in Miami, so the field plays like it's is as fast as it possibly can be. All those things are advantage. They're of course used to the heat. They're in shape for it. That's where teams kind of wear down a little bit at times down there playing against them, running around going, "Oh my gosh, I'm sick of chasing Waddle and Tyree Kill." Right. So they got all those things. Uh, and your theory the about the building distraction that you're bringing a team. Team into Miami. Right, exactly. They're in Miami. Hey, let's go. Hey, the let's, beach. go. Hey, let's go. It's Miami. Whoa, yeah. Look at yeah. all this eye candy yeah. at the beach. Let's go to this part. Let's go to this bar. Check out this. Whatever. Yes, it uh, can be distracting down there. I won't let my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis symptoms define me. Emerge as you. In two clinical studies, Trimphia guselcumab, taken by injection, provided 90% clear skin at 16 weeks in 7 out of 10 adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. In a study, nearly 7 out of 10 patients with 90% clear skin at 16 weeks were still clearer at 5 years. At 1 year and thereafter, patients and healthcare providers knew that Trimphia was being used. This may have increased results. Results may vary. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Trimphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at Tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. 
Now, the Eagles last year were dominant enough to have the number one seed, and that helped them get to the Super Bowl. This year, even though they have not been as dominant, they are 6-1. and one. Yeah. They wiped the bad taste of the Jets' loss out of their mouth last night. But along the way, I noticed it, I think, on the first drive when Jalen Hurts ran to the right down near in the red zone. It was around the 15-10 yard line. And, he, he, and it's like something's missing with his burst. Yeah. And then later in the half – right. He ran again, and it was almost like he was limping. Well, second half, yeah. knee brace on the left knee. Something clearly not right there. He said after the game, I'll be fine. He was asked if it will affect him. He said, I hope not. And I wonder. I didn't see a play that did it, right? I just wondered, like. Is it wear and tear? Because this guy, he's not looked as fast the whole year. You've heard me say yeah. that, right? Where I feel like there's just a little, you know, of course he's still fast. I don't, I don't mean it by that, but it, it looks like there's a gear missing compared to last year. And I wonder if he's kind of been dealing with something all along here and it just tweaked a little last He night. was not on the injury report for yeah. anything. And they had a bunch of guys on the injury report. And I just wonder, and I'm going to throw a curveball. It's going to seem like it doesn't fit, but it will. Last week, there were two pregame fights. Yeah. <clears throat> and nobody was ejected. Nobody was fined. I think what happened was the NFL, which in the past has had hair on fire over pregame fights and sent out memos and ejected players and thou shalt not and keep them separated, everybody on their own side of the field. I think the NFL got a little lax, got a little loose. And I think the league decided, you know, we're not going to find anybody for what happened last week. We're just going to send out a memo reminding yeah. every one of the rules. We right. predicted that last week and it happened. We got the memo yesterday and we posted about it. But they didn't punish anyone because I think it was their fault in part for getting a little loose with the, the protocols. I feel like maybe the league's getting a little loose with making sure that everyone is disclosing what they're supposed to disclose. That we're, is it going to come up later in the show in the context of Bijan Robinson? But I just can't help but wonder whether Jalen Hurts carried something into the game that the Eagles had hidden. And I'm not throwing stones here, but there's a strategic advantage in keeping secret the health of your players. And so either he got injured during the game or he carried an injury into the game and they never said anything about it. During the game, they didn't say anything about it. Now, he didn't miss any snaps. So, But the fact that they put a brace on his knee yeah. tells you right. something Something's isn't 100% there. with right. Jalen Hurts. Right. And in this age of legalized gambling, daily fantasy, prop bets, etc., the NFL had better be vigilant about any team that is playing games. And when you look at all the names that were on the injury report this week, sometimes teams like to flood the zone with all these names. Hey, we're being, we're, de- but then the most important guy, it's being, it's being kept secret. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying the Eagles are doing anything wrong. Yeah. Rubbin is racing, but it's for the NFL to make sure, especially in this climate where everyone is entitled to transparency about who's healthy and who's not. There, yeah. When you're watching Jalen Hurts, if you've got Jalen Hurts on your fantasy team, if you've got a Jalen Hurts prop, prop bet for over-under right. rushing yards, yep. whatever it is, and you see him limping and you didn't know he was hurt, what the hell? I put my good hard-earned money on this in a jurisdiction where it's legal. Something's wrong with this. So NFL, get it together before the scandal that creates a problem for everyone and I'm not just saying that to be an ass I don't want to have to cover it 
I don't want to have to deal with it. I want the NFL to be properly buttoned up, and I want the people to be fairly treated who are having you know, because something wasn't right with Jalen Hurts last night, and the Eagles haven't said boo about it. No, I I hear that. I I mean, I I think if the NFL was to do right by their fans and and everybody there, that that needs to be done. You're right. So I I don't know. I'm not, I know you're not accusing. It's just, hey, it is. It's part of this. Climate, I, I am accusing, but I'm not finding fault. I yeah. understand why they would do yeah, it. I get it's it. for the league to say, to police them and say, right. you can't do it. You have, you have, there's a natural incentive to keep it secret. It's for the league to remove that incentive by creating a disincentive that is stronger than the incentive. I mean, think about it that way. The, what's the incentive? Well, the Eagles can, can hide the fact from the Dolphins, that maybe Jalen Hurts won't have his full arsenal of abilities right. and you don't put a target on a, whatever body part it is. And, and we know, even though they don't talk about it, we know well, we're going to test that knee, we're going to test that shoulder, we're going to test that ankle. It, it helps the Eagles strategically. It creates an incentive to keep it secret. You need to create a disincentive that is stronger than the incentive to keep it secret. That's the only way. Yeah, to keep it from happening. I, I so, hear that. I hear that. End of rant for now until yeah. we talk about Bijan Robinson. No, later. no, I, I get you there, and hopefully Jalen Hurts is is okay. It's nothing that'll make him miss time. I don't want to see that. I want to see the Eagles at their best. I want to see all these teams that are kind of in the upper echelons of of football at their best as we come down into you know, the second part of the season here. And I, you're just, still going with upper echelons. Echel- aren't you? Echelons. You said it echelons, last week. Yeah, just, just drop the it, just it, drop that last syllable. It's, it's been, upper echelon. You know, it's been uh, like 35 years. Of He's saying in one way, I know, but but uh, the the Eagles, you know, I, I think that's going to be a jump off win for them last night. You know, I think the 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 Jets loss was a wake up call a little bit. I think the Dolphins seeing them on film all week, you see the talent and the speed that wakes you up, that gets you to you know practice and prepare at a very high level. And like we talked about up front, they're special. I mean, the fact that you know we went through the game. And, you know, we, oh, the Dolphins, all these statistics, right? We're in the pregame show. We got a, a thing rolling on the side that they're number one, a scroll, because we can't even fit it all on one page, right? Oh, it's the greatest show on turf. And then to make the offense look like ordinary, ordinary yep. the whole night. I mean, let's not forget. The Dolphins scored on a pick six. The Dolphins scored on a field goal where they got zero yards because Jalen Hurts fumbled stepping up into the pocket. Other than that, there was like one drive the whole the whole night. And I think when you break it down, one, hey, yes, their left tackle was hurt. One of their guards was hurt. So that hurt them for sure. But as you see here, the pocket is collapsing in a hurry. And they had a good feel for the offense. There was no big plays to speak of by the Miami Dolphins. They couldn't get anything going that way. Right? You had one run, I think, in the third quarter by Mozart. And then you had a, what, a third and 18 throw to Cedric Wilson. And then one other play to Tyree Kill that would classify as explosive plays. You know, for- That was a thing of beauty, though. The touchdown near the end of the half. The yes. 27-yard touchdown. Yeah, that was beautiful. And because when Tua Tonga-Vailoa let go of the ball, I thought he overthrew it. Yeah, right, right. And Tyree Kill Just exploded and through it. the bracketed yes. coverage right. and caught it. And Definitely. it was amazing. It was but that amazing. was it. That, that was, was it. it. You look at the numbers and it's like... Wait a minute. Yes. Is this for the that's first what I'm half? To say. Yes. Or is this for the whole game? That's, that's what I'm trying to say. They're yeah. kind of eye popping when you see it, right? You kind of go, damn. I mean, 
I, 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 you know, you're sitting there watching the game. The game was close, like you said, for a while. So you don't look at the stats as much, and you start to, you know, the game's over. Or you get to the end of it, and you start to look at it and go, yeah, really? Wait, the Dolphins didn't really move the ball all night. Now, I know they had the one series where they got down there close, and they went for it on a fourth down, right? But that was where Jalen Hurts uh, threw the pick six, I think, the, the very next play. That was Tyreek dropped the touchdown. Then right. there was the... Fourth down, should have been face mask on Cedric Wilson call and a pass interference. That didn't happen. Um, but, but yeah, it was, it was tough sledding there for, for the Dolphins. And that's where I'm interested to see them as we go forward here. Team takes away big play. First and second down, the Eagles played a lot of five-man fronts. So, yeah, you don't want to run into that look. And then, yet, they have the ability to rush all five if you keep the pass, if you decide to pass the ball. Or they're so good, you know, four rush, one drops out, and Hassan Riddick's such a great athlete or a Josh Sweat's such a good athlete that they can drop into coverage and kind of be a nuance there. But the Eagles got it all. They really do. They're one of the best teams in football. And I think they clearly showed last night you know, we know the Dolphins are good. We know that. They're not in the class of the Eagles, which makes me think that they're not quite in the class of the 49ers. And who else do we want to put up there in that category with those two teams? Because well, I don't know. As I look Chiefs. at the Chiefs. Which and the Chiefs, we'll see them in Germany. Right. The Dolphins, Chiefs play Chiefs. a style of football that I think will match up better with the Dolphins. It's not about just we're going to overpower you, right? It's going to be a little bit more high. Is there an end. AFC team that would fall into this category? I Do think the Baltimore. I think Baltimore is the team I would look at. You know, I'm, I'm, Again, I'm, December 31. Exactly right. Currently set for 1 o'clock Eastern. Yeah. Maybe migrating they got some of that eagle to prime time to work. because it's Vikings-Packers that night on Sunday Night Football. So maybe it'll be Please, NFL, save Dolphins, us. Raiders. Save us. Save us at the Peacock wine? and NBC. Can we send you weed? <laughs> Squeaky wheel. I'll send you wine. Needs oil. Chris will send you weed <laughs> yep. between the It'll two. It'll be a hell of a, you'll have a, hell of a month. <laughs> We're going to get you so woozy and crazy, you're going to go, ah, flex that thing over to NBC. So uh, <laughs> one last thing before we move on, because I see that Nick Sirianni commented on Jalen Hurts' toughness. I want to hear what he has to say, because I want to see if anything oozes through that that would okay. suggest he knows yeah. or knew going in right. there was an issue with Jalen Hurts' knee. Here's Nick Sirianni praising Jalen Hurts for his toughness last night. Played the rest of the game, and he played at a very high level. Um, you have to ask Jalen. I, I thought he played really, really outstanding. Um, man, he's a competitor. Um, man, there's nobody else I'd rather be our, be our quarterback, and he, he, he played his butt off tonight. Um, he's tough. You know, y'all saw. I mean, y'all, y'all saw that he was going through a little something, and so he is tough. He is tough. He is tough. This game always comes down to physicality and toughness. It always does, no matter what, um, because it's a horror. It, and that's physical and mental toughness. And Jalen Hurts has both. Inconclusive, but he did say at the beginning he finished the game, yeah. like it implied it happened during the game, even though we didn't see it. And I need to go back and watch every instance of contact with Jalen Hurts. I just wonder if happened. it happened on the tush push, oh, one of those thing. kind of We plays, wouldn't right? see that yeah. if it happens. And, you know, that's the other thing, well, too. Look at these guys. When they, when they unscramble this. the pile yeah. now, I wonder what's going on at the bottom of right. it. Because that's, again, yeah. not a popular thing to say right. in this health and safety obsessed NFL. Yeah. But you know what it was like when your dad played. Yeah. It may have been that way when you played. When you got to the bottom of the pile and the cameras couldn't see through the bodies, it was poke, it was grab, it was twist, it was do whatever you no, had to do. I, 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 I hear what you're saying there. I, I will say this. 
I think, you know, it was just crazy. No. And it's just, it's not funny. No. And it's good that it's not like that anymore. But there was one of those moments last night where they're taking the guys off the pile. And I'm thinking, I don't know what's going on down there. Well, yeah, I, I, I will say, you know, there's always, for the most part, that's a college and high school thing where guys, you know, grab your privates while you're underneath <laughs> there or try to poke somebody in the eye or do that, right? And the NFL, it's like, hey, we're all pros here. The game's hard enough, and we're killing each other here hard enough. We don't need to be cheap-shotting each other under the pile. And then we see, I mean, yeah. Mac Jones, you know, he well, got yeah, Sauce Gardner a few weeks he's ago. At, he's, yeah, he's had his moments. But, but that is where you'll get – if you're that guy too much, you'll get viewed in your own locker room as people like, ah, he's, he's kind of a – He's kind of a dirtbag, like yeah. really. You, you really will. So that's where the NFL does police itself in the right in way. Today, in today's yes. NFL, I'm going to have to play against that guy one it, of these exactly days. I don't right. like I'm going to be on a new team yeah. next year in free agency. But, you know, the Eagles, too, just – and if we could play back that clip just, we just played with Jalen Hurst. Just, again, the physical – their quarterback's physical. They can throw a screen to their tight end in Dallas Goddard in a situation. And he can not only have the speed to, to break it open, but, oh, it's second and nine. We can – split him out and you know good athlete can break tackles boom in the end zone of course we got the tush push or the brotherly shove whatever you want to call it and then they got the most physical receiver in the game right now in AJ Brown who is without question okay you might want to, Tyree Kill might be number one uh Justin Jefferson might be number two but AJ Brown is definitely one of the three best receivers in football he's a good route runner he can beat you deep with a 60 yard bomb he can catch a short to intermediate passes, and the first guy almost never brings him down. He is one of the best weapons in all of football. And then you couple it with this stuff right here. I mean, this is an insane play. Jalen Hurts, really, the scrambling, the ability to keep the eye down, eyes down the field, uh, the tackles he breaks with people around him in the pocket where I go, most quarterbacks are sacked right there, and here's Jalen Hurts running for 10 or getting a completion for 10 yards. That's where they kill you, let alone, like you said, it's second and two or third and two when they do the tush-push and you can't stop them there. They have just so many elements about them. Oh, hey, it's one-on-one on A.J. Brown. You're worried about our run game and all that. All right, well, throw it up. A.J. Brown goes and gets it. He's just a phenomenal football player for whatever reason. I don't feel like he gets the credit of the other top receivers. And maybe that's just because the Eagles are so good. Maybe I'm wrong with that assessment altogether. But I, I just want to state clearly that he is, for me, and Chris Sims, one of the three best receivers in the game right now. I think because the team around him is so good. Yeah, and their identity hurt. is not just AJ throw Brown, the ball, right. light it up, yeah, run yeah, the offense right. through A.J. Brown. Yeah, probably right, He's right. just that guy that, like, at the perfect moment, when they need Breaks a big your back. play or a yeah. big moment, that's that's what yeah. that's where he comes through. Um, yeah. yeah, they're they're a phenomenal football team. And hey, call Jeffrey Lurie, okay? Since you're so buddies with him. Well, I'm yeah. not. I'm uh, just thinking that if I would right, really try, your other guys. I'm going to try to get right. Jeffrey Lurie right. on the phone for five minutes. Yeah. To have a conversation about the Kelly Green uniform. Okay. That's it. All right. That, tell me how that goes. And when you get that figured out, tell him to send me one of those damn sweatshirts. Okay. Oh, the one that Sirianni was yes. wearing? I want one of those, too. I want one of those. Well, well I got a better chance of getting one. Well, Listen, yeah, you know well, last you night, I, I texted my son. I yeah. said, look, I picked the Eagles tonight, so here's what I need you to do. Yeah. I need you to get the Jalen Hurts jersey they sent, Kelly Green. I have my own Kelly Green mini helmet, like the, the cool, like about that size, like yeah. about the size of yeah. a small head. 
Uh, Hence the mini part. And yes, yes, <laughs> that would that would justify the title. And the two bottles of the Bird Gang booze. I yeah. said, set it up in a way that you think looks good. Take a picture of it, send it to me so I can tweet it. So I did, Eagles. I did. Wow. Your bribe worked. You got free social media what buzz on a 2 million follower are. Twitter account. Wow. Almost 2 million. Not right. quite yet. I'm rounding up. <laughs> so send us each one. Send us each one. I'll take an XL. He'll take like a 6XL. And, <laughs> and uh, we'll wear it. We'll wear it. Right? I, I will, will you wear it? I, I don't know if I'll wear Eagles. it on public TV. We'll no. See. Let's, do okay. let's, okay. do this. let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm a Giants fan. That's all right. The next... You, you picked against them last week on national TV. <laughs> Send us the Nick Sirianni, the right. ones that you don't sell. Right. That's what drives me crazy. Yeah, like right. the coach has got to be, I got the one yeah. that no one else has. They get, that you can't buy right this. Look at you got to be the coach to get Woo, this thing, man. or you got to know somebody. So, Eagles, send us this, and the next Sunday that you win, we'll wear them the next day. And I'll, I'll let him know. I know exactly who to email. Okay. And I'm going to send this clip. Courtney, clip this off, and I'll send it to him. Okay. Kelly Green Uniforms, Jeff, and whoever else there. There's got to be a couple floating around. 6X and just, I don't know, XL's kind of – I could probably get away with L, but I'll go XL. I, will, I'm I like having I the wanted, I probably want the XL. I think I'd probably go with the XL. How could know. you go with the XL? Did it come down to your age? I don't think so. Sleeves. I don't know. It's a new age. You know, people are bigger. XL's pretty damn yeah. big. I don't know. I, so, all right, we'll work it out. All right. We only got the one damn game go. here. Though, I know. So they already told us we're going to the next. We're gonna, right. All right. Uh, another game. And this is the outcome nobody saw coming, including the New England Patriots. Oh. What they did to the Bills yesterday and that Jenga Tower, baby. Oh, the Jenga Tower go. is falling. We'll talk about Bills had next. Jenga Tower in the first 45 <laughs> minutes. There it is. Survivor pools got killed yesterday with this game. I won't let my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis symptoms define me. Emerge as you. In two clinical studies, Trimphia guselcumab, taken by injection, provided 90% clearer skin at 16 weeks in 7 out of 10 adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. In a study, nearly 7 out of 10 patients with 90% clearer skin at 16 weeks were still clearer at 5 years. At 1 year and thereafter, patients and healthcare providers knew that Trimphia was being used. This may have increased results. Results may vary. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Trimphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at Tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 